0: Hello again, and welcome back to Nonprofit Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and I will be your host today. Now, today is kind of the gateway day of me just pushing everybody off the website cliff because as I've been doing my consulting sessions, people have asked me lots of website questions. Now, you know what I like best? I like talking about websites, but I thought if I talked about websites, people wouldn't really want to talk to me. So I've been talking about marketing, and then when people come talk to me, they want to talk about websites. Okay, I hear you, friends. We are going to talk about websites so much for the rest of the year. You're going to learn so much. It's going to be amazing. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about how you can figure out what people are doing on your website. Because if you are planning to build a new website, then it's important to understand what people are doing on your current website, so that way you can make some decisions with that data in mind. Now, for those of you who have Google Analytics installed on your website, you're gonna love this episode. For those of you who have another tracking software installed on your website, maybe you're using server-side tracking or some type of plugin, you can still learn a lot from this episode. Now, if you don't know if you have Google Analytics installed or for those of you who do not have Google Analytics installed on your website, you're going to like this episode for a little bit, but not for as long because... Without some type of tracking system installed like Google Analytics, it's a lot harder to see what's going on on your website, but you can install it and then you can come back and listen again. There are a few little tricks, though, that you can find out to figure out if you have Google Analytics on your site and also what pages people are looking at in general without having Google Analytics installed. So I just said Google Analytics like 500 times, and I just realized that you might not know what the heck I'm talking about. So Google Analytics is a free program offered by Google that you put this piece of code into your website on every page of the site, and it tells you what people do on your website. It tells you what pages they go to, how long they stay. It tells you what medium they use to get there, whether it's email or social media or organically, like through Google searching. It tells you where they're located at it tells you all kinds of things it's very very fancy that's what we're going to talk about today how to figure out what's going on on your website and how people are using it so let's get to business
1: If you're a natural born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The MayCreate team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of May Create, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck.
0: So I am gonna go through this episode while I am looking at my screen, which is showing me information. So if you are a visual person and you need more, Then hop on over to makecreate.com because we will have the video that I'm recording while I am also recording this episode embedded on the show notes with everything on the website. So that way you can go through and see how I'm clicking around and how I'm getting to where I'm going. All right. So so I'm going to start at the beginning, which is when you are going to build a new website, You need to understand what's going on on your current website, right? So if you have a website already and you're building a new website, we need to understand what's going on on your current website so that we can make some decisions using the data that it gives us about things like what pages to have on the new site or if the pages might not have the right content. You even might find out that some pages aren't successful. So we're going to dig in and look at some ways that you can determine that So first things first, we need to figure out if you have Google Analytics installed on your website. Now, the way that I would do that is I would install a Chrome extension called Wappalyzer. That's W-A-P-P-A-L-Y-Z-E-R, and it's purple, and it's really cool. So it's free, and it will tell you all of the different extensions that are installed in any website, not just your own, any website. All right, so once you have Wappalizer installed in your Chrome browser, then you can load a website, and up at the top of your browser, you're gonna see a purple box. You click on the purple box, and it's your Wappalizer box, and it will tell you all the different things that you have running in your website, or anybody else's website, because really it's just looking at the code and sucking stuff out and putting it in this really nice chart for you to read. So my website has Google Analytics installed, So I could go to the next step, which is looking at the data that it tells me. Now, if your website does not have Google Analytics installed, then that means that you can like draw a big frowny face because this is very sad. But also (laughs) that there are a few other ways that you can tell what's going on. So they're gonna be much more rudimentary than what you're seeing in Google Analytics, but you can do a really simple Google search. So Google search the proper name of your company. So I Google searched for Create, that's the name of my company. And on that search results page, you will see the name of your company or your organization. And then underneath it, generally, Google will pull out a few pages that it thinks that people are interested in when they search for your name. I have six pages that are showing up on this search. Our family, blog, contact, podcast, web design, and nonprofit. Those are our pages that get the most traction. Now, for most websites, though not all, and mine falls into the not all category because we have a very active blog with lots of traffic that goes to it, these links that show up underneath your main site link on Google search results when you search for your name, those are usually the pages that Google feels are most valuable to you as a visitor. Now it's making that determination by pulling in a lot of different factors, but oftentimes this can show me in a very, as you can tell, unclear way what pages people visit on my website a lot. But I mean, it's better than nothing, right? Now, another thing that you can do if you don't have Google Analytics installed is you can go install Google Webmaster Tools. So you can register your site with Google Webmaster Tools. And sometimes if Google is feeling merciful, it will give you back data when you sign up for it. So Google Webmaster Tools does not measure the exact same thing that Google Analytics does. Google Webmaster Tools tells you how Google's search engine interacts with your website. So that's different than how visitors interact with your website, right? Because the only thing that Google's tracking in Webmaster Tools is how things are going out in Google search. But you can tell what pages... Google search serves most often to people in your website and how often they're served to people in search results. So that is something that definitely tells you something about your pages and how people are searching for them. So it's not unvaluable information. As a matter of fact, it's a goldmine of information, but it won't necessarily tell you how people are acting on your site. But once again, if you're trying to make decisions for a new website, then Google Webmaster Tools, if it populates with back data, could give you some information to make some decisions with. So you could get up to a few months of back data and you can look at information in that program. I'm not gonna go into how to do that right now because that's a little intense for what I'm talking about today. I can do that in the future, but I won't do it right now. But that is another way. Now, if you create a Google Analytics account for yourself, It will not give you back data. It's just gonna give you information from now moving forward. Now when I say that Google might be merciful and it may give you information in a Google Webmaster Tools account, That's a big maybe. It does it for my clients if I don't have it set up yet, but my clients almost always have, I say almost always, they should always have Google Analytics installed. So it could very well be pulling information about that website from another Google space, if that makes sense. So it may very well not give you back data. It's worth giving it a try because then you can learn more about how people are using your website. Okay, so for those of you who have Google Analytics or you have some other type of tracking software on your website, let's dig in and talk about how you can use this data to figure out how people are using your site. There's a couple of different things that I do right away whenever I'm looking at analytic data. I wonder how many times I'm gonna like mess up saying the word analytics today. Okay, so the first thing I look at is I look at my date range. If your website doesn't have a ton of visitors on it, then you're going to have to look at a broader date range because we have to have enough people going to the site to create a test group of data for us to make decisions upon. So you could look at it for a quarter, you could look at it for a whole year, it all depends on how many visitors you have going to your website. Now when I say the word visitors, that's not the word that Google Analytics uses, that the word it used to use and that people generally use when they talk about it. Google Analytics likes to use the word sessions and users. So after you figure out the right date range for your information, the first thing that I like to look at is sessions and users. So sessions are the number of times that the server pulled your website and served it. Users are the number of unique devices that viewed your website. So this is going to tell me how well trafficked my website is. I like to see a fairly consistent amount of visitors coming to my website. There's lots of different things that will make it fluctuate, whether you're spending money on ads or if you're promoting an event. All these things cause fluctuation. So in order to tell if your website is working or not, it should have visitors coming to it, and they should be going to the website fairly regularly if you are advertising your website fairly regularly in the rest of your marketing. Now, the next thing I also like to look at is returning visitors. If you are publishing regular content to your website, if you are updating events, if you are running a blog, then you should have some returning visitors, especially if you're doing social media and promoting it via email. Returning visitors are a way for you to tell how deep your relationship is with the people that you're serving. So if you were in an association, you should have lots of returning visitors because your association members are generally served through your website. If you are a nonprofit and you have Lots of clients that use your website to find information about your services or to book appointments or to do different things with you, then you should have lots of returning visitors. If you are a company that have somebody just go to their website and make a purchasing decision and then they don't go back to the website, then your return visitors would be far lower. So that's one way, based on your goals, you can tell is this website working or not? Because if you're sending out an email every single month. To your audience and telling them to go back to your website and you do not have very many return visitors, then that means that your website is probably not working for you very well or it means that your emails are not working for you very well. But at least you know where to start, right? One or the other. Okay, so another thing that you can tell in Google Analytics that I very much like to look at is the pages that people go to in the website. So the where, where you find that in Google Analytics is you look at behavior, and then you click on site content, and then you'll look at all pages. All pages on my website, it's so tough. So, so many of the pages on my site are blog pages. That's where I get almost all my traffic. That's why I always tell people, you should blog because you are going to get lots of traffic if you blog. Now, if for some reason you have something like what I'm seeing right now on my website, which is bottraffic.live, that means there's a bot that's hitting your website. This bot has probably been hitting my website since around the last day of January because there's a huge spike in traffic. That's what it is. 5,000 visitors. It's a bot. You can block that. Because really, you don't want that in your data set. You don't want bot traffic showing up in your data set because it makes everything inaccurate. But we're talking about whether things are working or not. So the first thing I do is a gut check. I'm like, does it seem right? Does it seem like the pages that people are going to are the ones that I think they would go to? So if I have services pages, I would think that people are going to my services pages. I would check and make sure that they are people almost always go to your homepage. Your homepage is going to be the most visited page on your site. So I would check and make sure that the homepage is the most visited page on your site. If it's not the most visited page on your site, then something is wrong or or you're running a blog and it's really popular, okay? <laughs> or you have a bot, like I have right now, but I'm going to get that fixed. And I'm glad that we're here to see this together because if you're having that same problem, I want to get it fixed for you too. All right. So I just take note. The things that will tell me whether these are good pages for me or not are the average time on the page. So if they are spending under a minute on the page, then it's either a very brief page or it doesn't maybe give them enough content to stick around. So on your services pages, you would think that people might want to read a little bit more if you have more than just a paragraph on them, right? So they should be sticking around for more than a minute. So... Think to yourself, what are on these pages? What are people going to do on them? And then ask yourself, how much time would it take you to do that thing? And if it doesn't match up with the amount of time that it shows as your average time on page, then that page is likely not working for you. So if you have a ton of visitors or a ton of page views to your about page, but people only stick around for 10 seconds, then it could be that the name of your about page is not correct. And they think that they're going to get other information than what you're giving them. Or it could be that it's not formatted well. It could also be that it's broken. Like go out and look at it, make sure that it's not broken. And then it could also be that it's just loading super slow and that people aren't sticking around long enough to read the content. So those are all things to look at with the different pages on your site. You can also look at the entrances. That's when people come into the website on that certain page. That usually matches up with that six pack of information on Google. So bounce rate, that's when people come in and they leave on the same page as they entered. So if your bounce rate is really high, then it might be that you don't have a clear path for them to go to the next spot in line where you want them to go on your website. So go to that page if you have like a really high bounce rate, so let's say your bounce rate is 80%, then go to that page. Did you give them a clear path of where you wanted them to go next? Or is it a page that you're sending ads to? Because oftentimes those will have a higher bounce rate. Or is it, you know, people are just looking for your phone number and they want to contact you. So those pages can yield a higher bounce rate because of the activities on those pages. It's not that there's like a bad metric. It's that we need to be able to understand what people would do on this page to tell if it's bad or good. And then you can also look at the exit rate. So the exit rate on things that have email forms on them can be higher if there is not a secondary page that you would redirect them to. So for example, if you had a contact page and people fill out the form and then it redirects them over to a thank you page, then I would expect that thank you page to have a really high exit rate because people are always going to leave from that page because they got what they wanted from you, right? Now, a lot of the times people just have a really high exit rate on their contact page in general because people are looking for a phone number and then they leave the site. So the other ways that you can tell um, what people are doing on your site and if your site is working is by telling where they are coming from. So to understand where your audience is coming from, you would click on audience and then click on geo and then click on location. So audience geolocation will literally serve you a map of all of the information of where visitors come from when they hit your site. If you have a tracking program on your website that's not Google Analytics, but is cookie free, then you might not get this information because a lot of them don't have it because this is like violating some of the laws of the GDP stuffs. And if you don't know about that stuff, then please go back to my very first episode ever, which is what is all this cookie business? And it will explain it all to you. (laughs) Okay. So I like to look at the map and understand like, where do I think my visitors should be coming from? So I think most of my visitors should be coming from the United States of America because that's where I do business and that's where I do all my marketing, my advertising. And that is where the majority of my visitors are coming from. So if I'm gonna sort my data and really try to make decisions based on it, oftentimes it's really great to start by just looking at people in your area. Because the people who are outside your area aren't gonna act nearly as good as the people inside your area on your website because they realize that you can't actually solve their problem for them. You don't provide services in their area. So if you are a national provider and you work nationally all through the United States, then you can just click on United States. Now, if you are a statewide provider, then you can look at it just for your state. So I could look at it just for the state of Missouri, because if you just do work in the state of Missouri and all your visitors are coming from California, then that's not a good sign. Right, (laughs) that means something's going on there, and then also you should notice that people behave far more favorably closer to you if you are a regionally located organization or company. All right, so next thing is where did they come from? Like, not physically, where did they come from? Because we just talked about that, but like what brought them to your site. So that would be underneath acquisition. Go over to channels and it will tell you a more generalized grouping of people coming to your website. So it tells you organic search visitors, referral visitors, direct, email, social, and paid search. Now, while this does tell me how people are behaving on my site, because that data is shown and it will tell me whether or not they're behaving favorably, based on the determinants that we talked about earlier, it's also a great measurement of whether those mediums are working. If I send out thousands of emails a month and only 10 people got to my site via email, then that means that something's not right. That means that my emails aren't really working. And I probably need to go over and look at my email data and figure out what's going on there. The last thing I like to look at to understand whether my site is working and what's going on is I go back up to audience and I look at mobile. Because I like to look at how my mobile traffic is acting. If your website is a good mobile site, then the behavior on the mobile version of your website should be relatively similar to the behavior on the desktop version of your website. If, for example, it has radically different data for bounce rate, pages per session, or average session duration, then I would look at that and ask myself, what's happening? The first thing I do is pick up my phone and look at my website on my phone and be like, what just happened here? How long did it take to load? Is it just hideous? The other thing that you can do is you can sort Google Analytics and just look at the pages that the mobile visitors went to right? So just looking for these little instances, like you're like a detective, right? So you're just kind of digging into all this data and asking yourself, what does this mean, right? So you're just looking for those red flags. So remember, those red flags are things like super low page views on a page that is a main page of your site that you think that people should be interested in. So let's say that you're trying to decide on whether or not you should have a services page. Well, I mean the answer is yes, you should have a services page. But let's say that you're let's just say that you're trying to decide whether or not you should have it. Then I would go out and I would look at it and say how many page views does this page have in comparison to the other pages in my site? And you might be surprised. It might have tons of page views. So that's a pretty valuable page, especially if people are spending time on the page, like a minute or more on the page. And I mean, if people are coming into the website, entering it through that page, then it's a very valuable page to you as well. If the bounce rate is relatively acceptable, like somewhere between 50 and 60%, depending upon what type of website you have, then these are all wonderful things, right? So then that page is great. Now, one thing I see a lot of people doing is they'll have a page that they put all their testimonials on, but they won't have their testimonials listed throughout the rest of their site. This is a page that I would question for you. Do you need this page? I would go out and look at it. How are people behaving on it? Do they even go to that page? Another page that I find that people will tell me that they want to get rid of, which I argue with them tooth and nail over, is their contact page. They'll be like, I don't think I need a contact page on my site. And I'm like, oh, no. No, you need a contact page. So go out to your Google Analytics and look at that. Do people go to your contact page? How long do they spend on it? What do they do? Like, Because if you've got... If half the people that go to your homepage also go to your contact page, then you need a contact page. You know, Don't just stick it at the bottom of every page. Like, Leave it there. You're not hurting anything with it. Okay. So let me quickly recap some of the things that I just talked about today to give you some ideas of when you look at your Google Analytics data to register whether or not the stuff on your site is working. These are the things to look at. So first off, To figure out if you have Google Analytics installed on your website or not, you're going to download a Chrome extension, a Chrome extension called Wappalyzer, W-A-P-P-A-L-Y-Z-E-R. Get it installed in your browser and then open up your webpage and click on that purple box up at the top of your Chrome browser and it will tell you what you've got installed. From there, if you don't have it, you can Google search for your name. Google will show you the pages that it thinks are most important in relativity to your business or organization. If you're feeling lucky, go sign up for Google Webmaster Tools because you can get some good information in that too. And maybe you'll get some really good information on it. It could give you back data. It sometimes gives me back data. It doesn't always, but sometimes it does, which is amazing. Now, if you do have Google Analytics or another type of tracking program, I would dig in and I would look at the number of people visiting your site. Make sure that you're looking at it for an adequate amount of time. You can't make decisions when you've only got 10 people coming to your website a month. You need more visitors than that to start making decisions because those 10 people are not enough people to make decisions with, okay? We need more people. And that if it's super, super low, then you've got another problem there, right? And thank goodness you're building a new website. <laughs> okay, so once you get that out of the way and you have a big enough time frame to look at, then look at returning visitors, see how many people are coming back to the website. Remember, different businesses will have different amounts of returning visitors based on what they're doing in their marketing. Also look at what pages they're going to. Look where they're coming from physically, like what's their location. Also look at the medium that brought them there. Consider sorting your traffic based on mobile traffic only to see how your mobile traffic is behaving and what they're doing and where they're going on your website. Really take a look at that mobile traffic and make sure that those visitors are not just abandoning you and that your data is relatively on point with your desktop data. Yeah. So, and then if you have a specific page that you have a question about, you're just going to look for that page underneath behavior, site content, and then Look at the number of page views. Look at the average time on the page. Look at how often people enter on the page. Look at the bounce rate, which is how often they enter and leave from that very page. And ask yourself, is this what you think it would be? And what is it in comparison to the other pages on your site? Now, if you're seeing like wildly fluctuating data, there's a lot of things that could cause that. One could be this bot, like the bot that I've got right now. But then two, if you just installed a cookie pop-up, Yeah, things are going to be way different (laughs) because the cookie pop-up allows people to decide whether or not you track their data. And a lot of people don't. And I could go way down a bunny trail about what things will look like after you put a cookie pop-up on your site, but I'm not going to do that today because then I would be keeping you way too long. Instead, I want to tell you about two opportunities. One is if you want to know more about reviewing your website data, you can listen to episode 16 on our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, Digging into Data, Reviewing Website Data. You can find that at podcast.makecreate.com. And if you are planning a website right now and you want to know what pages you need and what to put on those pages... If you are a commercial construction company or if you are a nonprofit, I have two guides, one for each of you because your needs are different, right? And out at makecreate.com, you can choose your respective category construction or nonprofit. Click on resources, and there is a free downloadable guide that will help you through planning out your website. Like, I probably give you way too much information for free there. I'm pretty sure my business consultant would kick my butt, but I did it anyway. So go rabbit. And that, my friends, is all I have for you today. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose.
1: Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E, create.com. For podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on Market with Purpose.